Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello all of you beautiful people, Jules here for WhatCulture.com and today I I don't want to talk about these games. Guys, look at the title. This is going to just bring up bad memories for everyone. Even if you're a diehard fan, you're going to hate these. So... I can't drag out this intro any longer, can I? I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com, and these are 10 video games that were utter embarrassments for their franchise. Pray for Mojo. Number 10. Metal Gear Survive What can you say about the Metal Gear series? The feeling of sneaking past your enemies and silently taking down guards wrapped up in a complex spy drama about nuke-launching mechs is utterly sublime and silly in equal measure. However, this came to an end after Konami fired the series creator Hideo Kojima and took the chance to make something themselves, and what a something it was, because it was a slap in the face to fans and was just a clear low-effort cash grab by Konami to capitalize on the IP. Using the same game engine as their previous title, The Phantom Pain, Survive is an open-world zombie survival game set in the Metal Gear universe. Forcing zombies into a game that doesn't need them is one thing, but to then change all of the gameplay from stealth to just stabbing people in the face with a pointy stick made this an absolute plum duff. You're constantly managing food and water meters in a game that did not need them, along with having to deal with weapon degradation, and you know what, the game never feels fun, and all this does is make you appreciate the phantom pain more and more. Ironically, Survive was dead in the water the moment that it belly flopped onto the scene. Number 9. Contra Rogue Core Contra as a franchise was born off the backs of over-the-top 80s action movies, and for a while it was the king of the coin-op. However, it became king of the crap when Contra Rogue Core dropped in 2019. And you can tell this just from loading the game up, as this title feels as cheap to look at as it is to play, with graphics reminiscent of a game from 10 years ago. However, the visuals are not the only thing that is dated here, as the writing and humor just feels incredibly stale, sticking with a lol that's random feeling that just fails to get alive. All of this is before you've even got around to the actual gameplay. The biggest issue that comes with this game is that all of your weapons have an overheat mechanic that makes you wait a few seconds if you use them too much. And remember, this is a franchise in which all you do is move and shoot, so it is a huge pace killer and removes what could have been just a average shoot-em-up and turns it into an absolutely abysmal one. So thanks, Konami. Two for two right now. Number 8. Bomberman Act Zero 
Now, when you think of Bomberman, what's the first thing that comes into your head? A cute Japanese game about a little guy running around an arena blowing up walls and little monsters? That's pretty much it, right? However, that's not what we got with Bomberman Act Zero. Alongside this new post-apocalyptic setting, we got to see the Bomberman we knew and loved turned into this generic-looking robot. And that was enough of a change to make this list. However, the biggest kick to fans was the lack of local multiplayer. This was what people enjoyed the most about Bomberman games, being able to play with friends and bomb each other into oblivion. Yet now, with the online version of this game shut down, you can't actually play Act Zero with friends. Granted, not that you'd want to. Number 7. Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts Banjo and Kazooie ruled the Nintendo 64 back in the day. Their two platformers rivaled the Red Plumber on levels of quality, and Rare as a whole took the system by storm with plenty of classic games, with these guys at the helm. But with the next console generation and a switching of the guard over to Microsoft, the Bird and Bear were left gestating for a bit until it was announced that they were coming back, but this time with cars. Admittedly, on paper, this doesn't seem like such a terrible idea, with the likes of Mario and Crash having really good racing games, but this wasn't that type of game. It was instead a platforming game with cars in. You know what? It wasn't terrible mechanically. The car building idea was interesting, and you could make some fun designs. It was just that it felt completely soulless and didn't have any love put into it. While the other two games are still wildly talked about to this day, Nuts and Bolts is very easily forgotten by most. Number 6. Fallout 76 The Fallout franchise has had plenty going on ever since being picked up by Bethesda in 2004. Turning this top-down RTS-style game into a console shooter helped grow the franchise into what it is today. However, you know what? Being able to experience the horrors of an unfinished game isn't quite as much fun as the horrors of the wasteland. And the thing is, what didn't go wrong with Fallout 76? This mess of a game was built as a multiplayer survival game using the engine from Fallout 4, which seems good in theory, yet the game coming out as an unfocused mess was what killed most people's interest in this game. Glitches that took your items, servers that crashed, no NPCs and no story to speak of was just the tip of why Fallout 76 was such a cataclysmic mess. And outside of the game, there were plenty of issues too that made watching the news on it a kind of perverse fun. More so, in fact, than the actual game. Pre-order helmets with toxic material in them, leaking people's personal information by accident, lying about special edition content, and a few lawsuits to boot. It's one of those things where if you take it all and look at it there, you just think to yourself, I'm just going to stay in the vault. Number 5. Transformers Rise of the Dark Spark For a whole franchise built on just being toys, Transformers has come a long way since the 80s. The franchise had a few video games at first, but with the creation of the live-action movies, Hasbro licensed the franchise to Activision to create a new series of games. However, the third in this series was better left in the bloody scrapyard. Rise of the Dark Spark could not live up to the games that came before it, mainly due to the fact that it was from a different developer. Series creator High Moon was working on another game at the time, and Activision wanted something to go with the latest movie, so rushed production onto an under experienced developer and gave them little to no time to make and test it. This was mostly due to the developer mashing the franchise's two distinctly different art styles together and alienating all of their fans in the end. Movie fans hated it and so did the game fans. Luckily, we eventually got the fantastic Transformers game that Platinum Games kicked out, Transformers Devastation, which was definitely more than meets the eye there, but for a time this was uh, dark indeed. Number 4. Resident Evil Umbrella Core 
When you so much as mention survival horror, your mind instantly snaps straight to Resident Evil. But that's not to say that all of the games in the franchise have been absolute smash hit successes. Take, for example, Resident Evil Umbrella Corps, which is basically Capcom's answer to Have You Heard of Call of Duty? For some strange reason, they released this game to the applause of nobody and decided to couple it with bizarre controls and gameplay that made absolutely no sense, meaning that this game was dead on arrival. Yet the glitches and a lack of a player base at launch really didn't help it either. That and a very limited inclusion of monsters, weapons, and characters made most people give this game a hard pass because they were like, this isn't Resident Evil at all. Thankfully, things seem to be on the up and up now with the Resident Evil 2 and 3 remakes and the fantastic looking village coming out on next generation systems. But this game here, well, it should stay dead. Number 3. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5 you know when people say that some game stumbled out of the gate? Well, this stumbled down the half-pipe and smashed all of its teeth out. Just look at this footage. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. And now, editor, if you can put up a very angry face of me right now, look at this. Enough said. Number 2. Metroid Prime Federation Force some games didn't survive the jump to the third dimension, whereas some absolutely smashed it. Metroid translated perfectly from a 2D side-scroller into a first-person shooter, which spawned the Prime series of the game. But after the third title, Corruption, fans eagerly waited for a fourth installment. However, what we got was Metroid Prime Federation Fourth, which is nothing like the previous games in that series. Swapping the puzzle-solving action for a four-player co-op shooter meant that gone were the open areas that you could explore for secrets and items, and instead they were replaced by very dull missions. To add to the insult, Samus is barely anywhere to be seen in this game, let alone a playable character. She only turns up in a mission briefing every so often. Finally, you can't even play it alone as the later levels become impossible to play in solo mode, so you have to find others to share the pain with you. The only positive is that Nintendo took this to heart and now we actually have Metroid Prime 4 to look forward to in the future and that this game's poor reviews and sales didn't actually kill interest in the series. The Federation are bad in the games, so why would they be better starring in one? And number one, Sonic Boom. Sonic has had so many ups and downs over the years, where Mario consistently kicks out great games, Sega has always struggled to do that with Sonic. Luckily, when they get it right, the blue blur is an absolute blast to play. However, this… it was not… Sonic Boom was doomed from the start, with a troubled development and broken promises to Nintendo. Running on a console that didn't support its engine meant that bugs were all over the place. And this was one of the franchise's lowest points. Bad controls, pointless redesigns, and a repetitive gameplay loop that, that did not help matters. The game was chopped and changed so much by higher-ups at Sega that the already rough game just continued to get rougher. The game looked promising in its early stages, but people could just tell that it was going to fail the later it got into development. However, after this, we did get Sonic Mania, which was a much-needed win for the series, and let's just hope that they've learned some lessons along the way. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.